Hello, hello, and welcome yet again, everybody, to our podcast. I understood that reference. We do movies and sometimes other stuff. I'm Ross, and joining me as ever is, of course, the one, the only, the sultry, the tonally amazing Rob. <laughs> sultry. It, it, it started so well, and then there was such a flat finish. The, 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 the tonally sultry, amazing Rob. <laughs> Just, it had this kind of, this high, and then a, the low. But yes, hello, I'm here. I'm ready to, ready to rob. Ready to rock. <laughs> our, our names are, are almost identical. So, you know, by insulting your name, you're also insulting my well, name. Uh, and that's Always keen to drag you down to my level, if I'm honest. That, that's, that's absolutely fair. That's absolutely fair. How are you, Rob? Any, any, any quick, quick... Quick musings before we jump oh, on into our topic today. Sure, the world's gone mad. I well, you and I in the the classic, the 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 the, the standard hour long chat before we actually hit record. We were just <laughs> we, we were just talking about the. <laughs> I I'm back from two stag slash bachelor parties, depending on what part of the planet you're listening from, and one was in Ireland and one was in Italy, and just we were just talking. About, my goodness, does the group make the trip? Because one was a really pleasant time. And the other was just sheer bedlam, and I, 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 I was really struggling to, 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 to corral the individuals. And it's hard work. Like this is, and this, this is the season. Right? We're of that age where people are, people are getting married. Things are happening, and when that happens, there's always inadvertently going to be a not only the trip for the wedding, but the trip potentially for the bachelor party and potentially the hen party for for your partner or whatever, and. It's, it's you realize it soaks up a lot of days <laughs> very quickly oh, yeah you're like you have to isolate all these like several long weekends a, uh, a year j- just for weddings and the associated weekends L- it's a busy time a lot of cash a oh, lot, lot of cash so and a lot of weekends yeah, so so, expensive i'm i'm a few years older than rob i'm, I'm like uh five years six years something like that older than him. anyway and my god rob to say when i was your age that i went through the exact period that you're going through right now is an understatement where like i love an irish wedding and again for people who aren't from ireland or may not have ever been to an irish wedding they're just these like they're so old-fashioned yeah. and you feel like you're back in old ireland it's more done for the older people than it is for the actual people getting married 100 there's a lot of beer and there's a lot of fun and there's a lot of dancing to old 80s and 70s music but it's great fun that's saying when you're on your eight for the year <laughs> by that point you're like oh, you know this is it's just losing its appeal ever so slightly probably is and that's not the fault of the bride or groom. I think it's more that the, the format is so templated at this point. It's like, you go to the church and you do that. And then there's always an old bit of a, a natter in the venue with some sandwiches and some pints afterwards. And then <laughs> you have to go and everybody sits down at the tables. And then you have to sit down for ages while they get the, the prep ready. And then the MC walks in the bride and groom. And everybody's going, woo! And then there's speeches. And then there's there's dinner proper. And then there's dance. And I just, you know beat for beat. In fact, it's so templated that people take bets on the specifics of when things will happen and like the lengths of speeches, like it's just so you know, <laughs> you know it's gonna happen. But it run, but they run late. I think that's one sort of reputation that Irish weddings have that doesn't extend necessarily to a lot of other countries. I'm only realizing this recently. It's like when you bring someone who's not from Ireland to an Irish wedding and <laughs> and it's half two and things are not slowing down. They're like, what the hell is going on here? Like when do you guys, <laughs> when do you guys stop? 
Rob, when you're and everybody listening, when your brother is married to a, a Chinese lady and the wedding is in Ireland, and when it hits seven o'clock, they're all getting ready to to go go to bed, and you're like, ho ho ho, oh no, oh, no. there's twelve hours yet to go. <laughs> exactly, there's there's twelve hours, seven rounds of crisp sandwiches, chicken nuggets, and like fourteen the like, chip servings before we go anywhere yet. Oh, the crisp sandwiches, and, oh, essential. And before before we do actually jump into our discussion, which is going to be the Last of Us TV show, we will just well, I will very quickly just tell a nice anecdote because we're talking about good weddings. Mm. I've told this on the podcast before, but my God, me and Rob were at uh, uh, one of the best weddings I've been to. Actually, is uh, our friend, uh, our friends, plural, because there's two oh. of them, uh, Don and Porrick. Hi, folks. And, uh, Hey, hi, gang. I know you guys listen, so hello. We meant to give you a shout-out when you got married, and I'm pretty sure we forgot. Oh, did we not? But I remember... Oh, we did forget. I don't think we did. I think we said something. Never mind. Maybe, maybe, we, maybe we did. Well, here it is now. It's a bit late. It's like five years later, but <laughs> there it is. But there was one moment I remember because one of uh, Donna's friends was trying to talk to us when we were outside, <laughs> just like catching a break between the dancing. And because, like an idiot, one of us had inadvertently mentioned War of the Worlds earlier... <laughs> Obviously, three hours later, however many drinks, and me and you were just doing the <laughs> noise from the uh, the whatever they're called walker thingies in the it. The tripods. Uh, the tripods. There you go. And, and I, I remember the guy just looking at us with this kind of distasteful, "What the hell is wrong with you guys?" And I'm like, "Yeah, that was, that was a great way." <laughs> that was very good. He was he was looking at us as if. Why are you making those noises? That's a bit weird. And I remember, like, sniping right back with, "How the fuck do you not know what we're talking about?" <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's a, like it's a regular thing that you make these noises. <laughs> yeah, when people mention you were like, "It's Spielberg, man! It's come on!" I stepped by that comment. <laughs> I was like, yeah. "You." He also joined in. He started slating Captain America. So, uh, oh yeah, that caused let's even not, more problems. The dark times. Yeah. 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 But anyway, but anyway, anyway, weddings aside, we're going to talk about The Last of Us HBO TV show here, folks. It's about halfway through the season, mm. so we so we said we'd let it build up a bit. Uh, there wouldn't be a point anyway, given, ha- like, uh, we'll get into it, but like, especially for people who are familiar with the game, there, there would be no point in reviewing it weekly, because... Yeah. Um, I I reckon we should try not spoil any future things that are coming down the line. I agree. Even though we obviously, we know what happens, but just in case anybody has looked at the episode so far, but hasn't looked at any episodes or doesn't know what happens in the game, we won't, we won't, we'll try our best not to spoil anything. But I guess without, without, without further ado, Rob, will we just talk about it or do you want to give a quick synopsis of what it is? Sure. I can give a quick play by play. Basically, the premise of the show is, it is a, post-apocalyptic sort of zombie style that's the kind of broader genre but it's a little bit more personal i would say and the the the, the science behind it is basically that it's like a fungus that takes over the the host's sort of mind and slowly kind of turns them mad and like there's difference like once so basically if you're exposed to this fungus either through a bite or through like spores uh, you start turning pretty quickly within a matter of hours and initially you're just kind of like almost like a rabid wild kind of like traditional kind of zombie type person and then the longer that person exists like that if they're not killed then they become like basically the the fungus like bursts out of their skull and then they can't see but they kind of they're called clickers they can move around like using um 
sonar basically like a bat and then if they, they continue even further they kind of almost become part of the ecology they kind of blend into like walls and trees and stuff because the fungus just completely takes over their body so like the mechanics of like how they turn is actually what makes it interesting so that's novel in itself but it's kind of the 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 broader depiction of like how society kind of continues despite all this happening and how just 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 about holding itself together like the the sort of the remaining kind of survivors of the population globally and it's set in the u.s um and it's about this guy he's been sort of like just a survivor basically kind of doing odd jobs and smuggling for 20 years not the most conscience sort of clean person you could say his name is, his name is joel <laughs> and basically he encounters this girl and his job is to get this girl from the east coast of the u.s basically to the west and it's about them road tripping across this very precarious landscape with all these zombies and like what you know what the world is like now with you know 20 years later and it's based on a you know, the acclaimed video game from about 10 years ago for for the playstation so still you know it's a zombie apocalypse story but you know the the kind of the, the core characters are really well built out and like the mecha- and kind of the, the theory and the science that they create for like the, the zombies i think is very interesting it's not it's not just like random generic stuff it's like they've they've put a bit of thought into it so that's kind of the the general gist did i miss anything crucial yeah, yeah that's no, 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 that's fair, and I guess we'll we'll get to the rest of it when we get into it. But uh, I, I guess we we'll we we'll do a we we'll each give our 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 own thoughts. Yes. So you give yours, I'll give mine. Then how about we cover the good, what we think is great, and then maybe some of the bad. Yeah. If you think there is any bad, or if you think alternatively there is any good, <laughs> but uh, do, do you do you wanna do you wanna give your thoughts first, or will I jump in? Sure, and I think yeah, I'm happy to fire away. And I will say, I think you and I've talked about this already a lot. I think if you're fans of the game. I think this is a very, very excruciatingly at points faithful recreation of the game. Like the whole, like the the look and feel of the show. It's like it's incredibly well made and well produced. Like it looks flawless in terms of just the aesthetic and like the effects and like even the look of the cast to their equivalent characters from the game. Some of it is is just one to one. Like it's incredible casting and they really worked hard to kind of um honor the fans which is something that has often has normally missed i think if like if there's a very successful video game they often still miss the mark of what made it famous that like the original fans sort of enjoyed so they very much tried to stay very resolutely to like how the the main story beats of the game even like right down to the dialogue and like the movements at, in certain oh. scenes like it's it's one-to-one a lot of the time because of how you know famous i guess these moments from the games are so I think if you're going in blind, like this is what makes it interesting. I think it's probably an incredibly enjoyable show. I've realized though for me, there are parts of because I know what these you know when there's significant moments coming up and like just the general storyline, sometimes it feels a little bit slow, a little bit almost like is this is there much point to this? Like it's so one to one. It's just like a, they've just recreated the game really. They haven't tried too hard to be all that creative despite like it's almost like the game is just it's so relying so heavily on the game's success that like they're actually too afraid to deviate too much that being said though and that was actually more of a concern for the first couple of episodes where it was very 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 similar and felt very safe but now there have been a couple of deviations along the way that the tv show that being a tv show has allowed it to do that that the game wouldn't that i have really really enjoyed since but i do think my gut feeling is that I think if you've going in, if you're going into this blind because I'm watching this with my roommate who hasn't hasn't played the games or isn't familiar with them at all, I think you enjoy it more than if you have 
played the game purely because you're so clued in on what's going to happen. It's just not as surprising or as powerful or as shocking. Like, he is loving it. Like, he's saying this is the greatest thing he's ever seen. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is great, and I'm really liking it, but maybe I'm just not... I'm just, I just know what's going to happen, so it's not as thrilling. That's where I kind of land on it. Yeah, that, that's that, that's fascinating that you said that because, uh, like, uh, the, the people I, I I know a few people who've played the game and have watched it. One of them doesn't 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 hate it, doesn't love it, is fairly middle of the ground with it. I've obviously played the games. I, I will say, look, I, I I love it. I think it's I think it's it's fantastic, really well done. But anybody I know who has not played the games and has watched it thinks it's just impeccable and amazing and wonderful and is gripped and it's all they can talk about so i find it very fascinating that you said that that yeah and i hadn't have actually picked that up yet like obviously we have a different set of expectations because we played the game Mm. but like you said in in a strange way it's it sometimes it doesn't deviate enough from the games to make it to warrant it even being like some episodes being made because i'm like this is this is just Just a game it's 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 so close to the game that you could have you could have just played a cutscene instead of that, and also because of that, there's sometimes that you're 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 one to wanting it so much that the comparison will actually fall in favor of how the game plays out. Just just because that like that will happen sometimes. There's some some bits are handled much better by the TV show. Some bits are handled much better by the game. But because of that, you're you're almost having this this narrative game of pong in your head or this narrative game of tennis where you're almost subconsciously compare comparing them even when you don't want to mm. because you just it's done so tremendously like the video game like the first two episodes are almost indistinguishable from the from from the video game 100 like obviously there, there, there's a there's a part there's a part of the start of the first episode where, where it's not in the game at all. And I'm actually going to talk about that a little bit later in the bad because I'm actually going to bring up the pacing. And I think the pacing's a little off, but I'll explain that more later. But what I will say is that the first episode and the second episode are so much like the game. There's almost times when my, my brain was kind of telling me, well, what's 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 the point? You've you already done this. You, you, you've definitely already done this, man. What, what are you doing here? what are you doing here and that's 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 a compliment <laughs> as much as anything else because they said it like you said they nailed the aesthetics they nailed the vibe they nailed the atmosphere so oh, it's like the, the sense of dread and threat yeah and just oppression incredible throughout so okay so that's our overall thoughts so rob good what's what's really getting you about this what's really like gotcha hooked going back for more and loving it i think for me the the just the casting is a one for me like it's so much of it is just it's like it's it's incredible to see like because look we talked we talked about this in the last episode and we didn't really get to it but obviously uncharted was an absolute shit fest and it was terrible uh-huh. terribly cast just <laughs> lazy whoa. whoa 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 yeah you're telling me <laughs> you're telling me <laughs> that mark Wahlberg is not a good casting for sully believe it or not just not not even because he doesn't have a mustache. There's actually more layers to Sully than they even might think. <laughs> like just appalling stuff. So when you're you're then you could take this, which is obviously from the same studio, Naughty Dog. When you've when you've when it's them and it's an incredibly like narrative driven game, and they're so 
the characters are such a core part of it like they're just as va- they're just as important as the gameplay itself so that when that when those characters are recreated so effectively and those personalities are recreated almost one to one at points on screen you're actually you're, i'm very impressed by both the actor's ability to kind of not only just you know represent that person but put a little bit of their own spin on it depending and it varies a little bit depending on the the, the character we're talking about but also just like the, the look of them is very hard because a lot of the time like because like Tom Holland is just like this small little British man <laughs> and then he was cast as Nathan Drake who is a <laughs> rugged adventurer like <laughs> it's just they just didn't look the part whereas this like you know Pedro Pascal looks really looks like Joel and he you know we can go into the detail of like he's definitely a little bit more vulnerable but I think that makes sense they make yeah. him more like an actual person in this because in a video game you know that you're whenever you play someone they're typically they're always virtually indestructible like they just have to get through hundreds and hundreds of goons to like get through a game so uh, you can't have that in a in a tv show would get tedious i think ellie is very well cast that's that girl um bella ramsey from game of thrones she's very good and then it's even just the the side characters uh, nick offerman pops up as as somebody in incredible and he's incredible and he's so well cast as the person he looks the part but also just he puts his own kind of they, they twist that character a little bit more they put a different spin on it and then the guy i forget his name but the guy who played armand in white lotus fame like he's he's just blown up right now oh it's really bad that i can't remember his name i think he's an australian or a new zealand actor he's incredible and he and his character actually never exists in the game but they brought him into the fold very effectively a guy who plays uh, joel's brother uh, tommy I think it's is it Diego Luna or uh, it's uh, Gabriel Luna. Gabriel Luna. Uh, he has a, a a real soft the Terminator. Yeah, he, he was the Terminator yes. in the last Terminator That's movie. That's why I remember him. That smooth skin that makes him look like a robot. Yeah, just I just think the cast are really good. Well done. The world building, like you said, is excellent. Like it looks astonishing all the time. Like it just looks so impressive. And, and the, the the effects are used so I won't say sparingly because they're actually used a lot. It's just that they're they're so... They're never... Def- apart from, obviously, the, the, the zombie clicker things, they're actually always very much never the focus of what you're no. looking at. They're always in the background. They're, and because of that, it, it's doesn't, it, like it's a cityscape. Yeah, it doesn't distract you. It's like it's like the way special effects should be used. They, use, they should be used to enhance the practical stuff, not used solely, where, where it's very obviously then, like, you know, the, the visual effects. So, like... They use it for some of the clickers, but a lot of the time they use like prosthetics for like when it's just kind of a couple of individual of the zombies kind of wandering about, which is you know really effective. And I think both and it's weird then then both the one to oneness at times I think they really nail it, and other times maybe it works against it a little bit. It's a bit of a detriment in the sense that sometimes it's a bit too easy. Sometimes I'm always like in my brain going, "Is that a bit lazy that you didn't you couldn't come up with a better way of doing that in, for the show?" Because like mm. the particular yeah. But for a lot, a lot of the time, though, when they do do it one-to-one, sometimes they, they recreate it in such an impressive way. I'm like, wow, that's incredible to say so true to the source material. So yeah, characters, like the look and feel. I think the writing, for the most part, is is good. It's not it's not the exact same, for the most part. And it, the guy who wrote it is the guy behind... And created it, basically, is the guy behind Chernobyl. So for folks who've Chernobyl, watched Chernobyl, yeah. that's just an incredible ah, TV show. One of one of the greatest TV shows ever made. And mm. um, it's weird because uh, like uh, I I think I would probably be like this is the the greatest thing ever and I I'm I'm uh, like look don't get me wrong I am loving it. I'm I I think it's brilliant. It's so gripping. For that for that 55 minutes, for that hour and 10 minutes that that show is on, 
there's nothing else that's going through my head but that show the music is excellent the action is really good and like it, it the action to be fair is well paced to an extent and i i like the characters and i like i like the development and i like how they act with each other and and all it has all the right ingredients and look I, as i said it's a fantastic show the soundtrack the music choices they have for it are excellent but i think because i i watched true detective before i watched this and my god true detective is so good it's so good that i think maybe it's just the bar was set so incredibly high yeah. by true detective that i'm like that's good it's, i mean it's not everyone's like it's the best episode of a show and the best tv show i've ever seen i'm like i mean true detective was better but that's that's not fair i guess because true detective is like so good so yeah it's not fair to compare them i yeah, guess yeah and they're not really even apples to apples because this is an adaption oh, of a new game all. and like that makes it so complex just from just by pleasing the fan base from that standpoint but yeah i think it is but i do there's just constantly i'm wondering would have been enjoying this more if i hadn't played the game because the, yeah. the, the, the game the story is so famous for these shocking or harrowing moments really powerful moments that you know are coming and you know when they're coming because they, they the build up to them is often so similar to the game you're like oh well i know to expect this and not that it, it detracts from it but it just means i'm not enjoying it probably as much as the person who hasn't seen it wow now so with that rob you're, you're so i've i've given this theory to a few people many have disagreed if not all so <laughs> yeah. wouldn't be like you it wouldn't be like me but uh it's funny that you said that and, and actually it, it does feed into what i'm about to talk about and in a way for me it is something that I guess I will say that is a, is a slight problem for me with it. I'm not saying it's necessarily a problem for everybody, but I, I definitely think, even with some of the episode structures, that the, the pacing is, is just slightly off for me. It, it doesn't, or it's not maybe the way I would have done it. And weirdly enough, I, I actually think this way, even though this usually goes the other way around, but because it's not a video game, I think the pacing is hurt because essentially they've removed all the gameplay bits. Now, what I mean by that is that, of course, they're going to have to remove the gameplay bits. It's not, it's a TV show you watch. Mm. But The Last of Us works. And much like a, a, a scenario you described before in Uncharted when we were talking about it, the video game, is that this game really excels, uh, The Last of Us really excels when it's a video game in the quiet moments when it's just you as the character walking around as Joel talking to Ellie. Yeah. You'll discover things and there's loads of quiet moments of just the two of them walking. So you feel like that relationship is slowly building up and slowly building up and slowly building up. And it builds up for you with Whereas, them. So like you're you're getting to know them the same way they're getting to know each other and you're all kind of in it together slowly over the several hours of the game constantly egg. just getting to really sort of warm to each other and like what they're about. Exactly. And like you said, you're, you, yeah, you're watching it happen. So you're like an almost an active participant in 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 that in that relationship. Whereas here, I, I just don't think, I just don't think they've nailed that relationship development as as well as I would like to have seen it. And and the the big thing I have then, and a lot of people are like, "Wow, Ross, shut up, shut the hell up," because it's the greatest episode of all time. So that third episode with Nick Offerman and, and that, like, it's it's a amazing episode it's it's as, as a self-contained thing it is phenomenal mm. and it's so emotional and it's so well done i just wish that again with the pacing that that had been a few episodes later because 
it's it's essentially an hour and 20 minutes when it follows Nick Offerman as a survivalist and he has a town all to himself that he's booby trapped and wired and he has everything he needs and then another guy stumbles along uh, called Frank stumbles along it Bill lets him in and then they begin a relationship together and it's all about like how essentially there is hope in life and how there is hope in the face of all this adversity and you know there's stuff worth fighting for and it's really brilliantly done really uh, the music and everything fantastic but the problem is is that I don't think we had seen enough of the world how before yeah before they pivoted to that yes so so say you know the episodes uh four and five where basically joel and ellie meet another two characters yes and it kind of has their story if those two episodes are before it because spoilers that gets very very grim very grim at the end that would have been a great point to then you know, I also would have had that four episodes in a row of Ellie and Joel's character development and that relationship building to then go off on a side story yeah. to show you, look, there is still hope and there's so much worth fighting for. I think that would have been really good, but I just think because of that break, it's like a circuit breaker almost that because it doesn't focus on Ellie and Joel at all, that then it just, the pacing because of that is a little bit skewed. So now it seems like we're, we're rushing to get the relationship between Joel and Ellie out of the way whereas in the game that's that's the focus the focal point is that relationship mm. and it's funny i yeah i i think the more i've seen the but when i realized the beats they're trying to hit in the show i understand why they had it as the third episode like i understand the logic well for two reasons one is because they clearly have these big character beats throughout that they want to hit but also feel like they can't deviate too much from the the order of things in the game. Yes, yes. And I feel like if they flipped them, they would feel maybe less confident in their ability to deliver the story. Even though the third one is a standalone episode in the whole scheme of things, I guess you'd have to change certain things like Tess saying, get to Bill and Frank's, blah, blah, blah. You know... It, you'd have to change it so like maybe Tess doesn't know them and like Henry maybe says I know this guy Bill and Frank and maybe does that upset things I feel like they they might have thought the same thing but we're too constrained in where Bill the and narrative. where Bill and Frank were already established in the narrative of the game and that forced them to commit to it in that third episode I agree it would have been a lovely reprieve after what could have been a really heavy four episodes so I and I guess in the most recent one it is a little bit softer at points it feels like there's a bit of a kind of a renewal in terms of faith so maybe they felt oh well there's a bit of a buoyant part here so it kind of you've got you've yeah, got three true. episodes bill and frank a little bit of reprieve then the sixth episode oh and look there's a little bit of hope again there maybe that's what they were th- maybe that's how they justified it but i still agree it probably would have been had there not been the game it would have been more impactful to put that right in the middle mm. episode five just out of the blue just give them like just this complete break because then yeah to your point joel and ellie have really been slogging it for four episodes and they've just seen they've just been through just awful shit altogether so yeah i agree it would have been more potent probably but i it i, I bet you it's largely just because of they're they're strangled by the structure of the the game fans go mental yeah fans oh video, well, i mean video, have you, you know what video game fans are like that would have gone mental listen you're speaking you're speaking of some of the bad points. One of the main bad points is the video game fan base. <laughs> My God. Have you seen some of the justifications? P- 
people online are given for not liking that third episode. Which is clearly, uh, they're obviously trying to hide, maybe shall we say, their predilections to not liking certain types of relationships. And it's like, they changed Bill's character from the game. He was my favourite character. And I'm like, Bill was in the game for like four minutes. Yeah. He, nobody he, nobody, nobody finishes a, that game. And he was a moody prick in the game. Exactly. He hated helping you. And also... And that was the and point. And also, he, he was still... He was also in a relationship with Frank in the game. Oh, but like... And I don't know if Cameron's <sighs> just like, oh, well, it wasn't... It wasn't made absolutely clear. Yes, it was made very clear. It was. It was made it very absolutely clear. absolutely was. The two of them were in a relationship. Bill and Frank were in a relationship together and that was made abundantly clear in the game. There's a whole moment where you're chatting to him beside the car where he's clearly devastated yeah. about Frank. Yeah. Because they were in love. Oh, man, don't get me started. Like, because this is the problem. This is the problem. And it was the same like when The Last of Us 2 came out. I haven't played it yet, but I remember following the reviews and they just decided, I guess the direction they took some of the characters, they decided, oh, I don't like this. So they collectively re- review bombed it on Metacritic. Just, ju- like, so remember... They're not reviewing it, and it's funny because the ironic part is they're they're not in reviewing it with integrity, even though they're arguing that oh this game has lots of integrity, so I must review it neg- negatively. They're just giving it zero out of ten because of one small facet of the game, and like it's the same principle, just like one tiny thing that they, and it's not like you don't get a choice here. You don't get to disagree with that kind of thing. You can't dislike something because you have a bigoted opinion. Like that's a very like, yeah. So like because you're a bad person. Yeah, because you're a bad person. If that's your choice, yeah. you you can't have you're not entitled to an opinion when you're when it's so antiquated that that's your only justification for a, 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 this this whole saga of a TV show, this whole world that it builds, this one tiny tiny thing. Because yeah, there's a tiny bit of representation in it. You're like, well, that's me done. Yeah. That's a big a big fat zero out of ten from me. Oh, they're trying to make everything <laughs> so PC these days. It's from the fucking game. But Rob, but Rob, the, the Bill one though is so funny because like nobody finishes The Last of Us, right? Puts the iPad down and just thinks to themselves, Jesus Christ, Bill was great in that game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> It's like it's like you beat you beat Sonic on the Mega Drive, you know, you get through the whole game and then you think God, that buzz bomber enemy in the first level was fucking class. You know what I mean? It's yeah, just, I, it just yeah, man, it's but they're looking. People are just looking for things, to, and its problem is the problem is with you know, the world online means is that if you have a stupid opinion, yeah. there's enough people on out there who will agree with you, so they kind of back each other up, and then it's like that that you know that mind hive, or that hive mind, I should say mind hive, that hive mind mentality where they're just all kind of now operating as one, they're like yes, oh yeah, let us negatively review oh, this yeah. for no reason. Yeah, the fan. So the fan, the, the the fan base is a negative. What else is due to feel other weaker parts? Yeah, the pacing we discussed, I think. Probably, and it is because the game is good because it has the balance of just ridiculously violent, like intense and stealth action, or really tense action. And then it's broken up by these lovely, thoughtful, slower moments where you're just walking around yeah. and you're talking to Ellie. Whereas the ga- the TV show can't balance that the same amount, so it has to, it's, it's, it's much slower most of the time. And then there's yeah. a frenzied bit of action. And when the action hits, it's very good. But it's just, it's a bit slower overall, which maybe is just a bit, you know, maybe that's just, maybe there's not enough excitement for some people sometimes in some of the episodes. Um, yeah, and, and kind of, I think it's the same point that you're actually making there, is that, like, say, that, say it's not even a lack of action for me, it's 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 actually like a lack of threat, because, the like, the clickers play a very small part in this. Yeah, they really do. It's, it's more, it's been, it's, yeah, it's and minimal. Like, 
which is fine because well fine because when they do show up they're tremendously impactful you know what i mean it's almost like there's zero hope when they attack there is no stopping them yeah but at the same time there is parts where society seems a little too comfortable or things are a little bit too set up and there's almost no there's no existence whatsoever of any clickers so because of that the threat is eliminated just a little bit so for example in that episode, the episode that just aired, the sixth yeah. episode, you're gonna see. I was like, "Where, where's any threat? What, whatsoever?" They, they even go to a city later on, and there's still no clicker threat, no clickers. The the episode with Frank, where Frank has the whole basically city to himself. Again, there's, I think they meet, he meets one clicker at one stage. Like, there's no, the external threat just got a little bit lost there for me. Yeah, the most. Yeah, I agree. I think a lot of the threat is it was weirdly. In the game, it's kind of like 50-50. You have to be aware of both people and like raiders and stuff like that. Exactly. And the, the clickers and the zombies or whatever. In this, it's just it's most of the people have been the enemy so far. Yeah. And like, it's one of the strongest moments is like in the second episode where they're like going through... Um, amazing. That part was amazing. Like a museum. And just... Yeah, and that was one of the most exciting elements from the whole series so far. For Even for me who's seen it, just, just this sense of... The, 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 the monsters are so well sort of fleshed out that you that i'm scared for them because i i know how threatening they are that's really scary they're going through a dark room and i don't know how they're going to get out of this even though i know what's i even though i know the ultimate outcome it it was still the the menace of it was ferocious but then you get to the sixth episode and they even nearly tongue-in-cheek make it aware it's almost it's it's almost like a meta moment where you know there's this whole journey like tommy you've got to take ellie because i can't and it's too dangerous you said you know i might not even make it (laughs) Like it's a five day walk to get a five day ride to get there, and oh feck it, I'll do it anyway. And then literally they do the five days, nothing happens to them, and Ellie even jokes, "Well, that was an e- that was an easy five days." She- it's not even shown on camera. It just it's like it's, it's just like like the bat logo comes up like and they're just there. Oh okay. Yeah, so like it was just it just felt like I was like, oh, that was a bit. That was one of the moments where clearly they struggled. To, to to work around the format of the game, and there's a few of those sort of yeah. dotted around, and like, like it is complex. It's really tricky. Like I think on balance, nine times out of ten, they're making the right decisions based on what happened in the game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. oh one hundred percent. And and even like even outside of the game, I would say nine times out of ten, they're making the right decision for the show and what works for television. Yes, exactly. Just, it's a hard it's a it's I, a hard balance to strike. Like what at what point do you deviate? And like and I would say this not this is almost cannibalizing our own podcast but they release weekly episodes um on, on spotify for this <laughs> and it's really good to listen to because it's their creators craig mason and neil Druckmann, the guy who behind one of the, one of the co-creators of the game just talk through the what you know how they made certain decisions and when you hear their context it does you kind of you give them a bit more leeway when you realize oh well yeah this is too complex if we did it the way in the game and like we we wanted to feel like we we wanted to change the character for this reason because if we feel like on TV it's more impactful. So you kind of now obviously that's them. They're obviously going to justify their decisions <laughs> anyway. Yep. But um, I agree. I think. And like, did you want to talk about how they've made some changes even to the first couple of episodes with like some of the intros and stuff like that as well, and you know how they've why they deviated and how that has affected pacing. The the very start of the first episode is back in time. It's like the sixties. Yeah. It's like a TV show. And I actually like that. So John Hanna is in it, and he's great. If anybody's ever seen the Mummy movies or Spartacus, uh, he's a Scottish actor. He's just he's got just wonderful presence. But um, he talks about how he's nervous about 
he doesn't think viruses are the concern. God, all very timely. He thinks fungus because we can't cure it with a with the with a vaccine and everything. And then it then it cuts to sort of where the game actually starts. So talk me through. You felt like that wasn't for you. That that yeah. that intro. Yeah, so so I guess, and again with with pacing, and this is what I mean by by just kind of an an emotional an emotional burst, I guess. Like, so that the first episode begins, and there there's a good thirty five minutes of setup, and we kind of see uh, Joel's daughter, and she's kind of having her life and living her life, and you see her having her day and in school, and there's like little foreshadowing. You see like one of the kids' hands, his watch. The, and it's a really cool actually idea yeah. because his watch is shining all over the place because he can't keep his hands straight and it's really look it's not it's well done i understand completely why it's in the show because you're trying to gain investment in this character and then obviously a terrible thing happens to her but i just think the the game's pacing at the start is so brilliant that she, you literally start the game and essentially she talks to her dad for two minutes then she wakes up and he's gone and she's looking for him and that's everything goes haywire everything goes haywire and they have to get out of the house and they have to get into the car and then it all goes running through the town and everything and because it's so it's it's so happened so soon you're 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 just struggling to keep up with what's happening you're like oh because it's pure chaos and that's that's the exact feeling that that situation is trying to evoke but when there's a 45 minute lead into that that's no longer as effective for me and then the 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 huge impactful moment the thing that happens to his daughter after that because of that long setup, I feel it's almost lessened the impact because it's almost the the shock, the blunt shock of what happens so soon after being introduced to that character is where the real shock lies. And then, again, I think you mentioned it before in this podcast, but then you obviously just get this 20 years later. And you're, you're, again, you're, you're struggling to, to kind of You've very pro- keep up process what's happened because there's a shocking exactly. moment right before that. And that's, that's where the game exactly. is at its strongest is where... It builds up to these really shocking beats, yes, uh, and then it, and then jarringly cuts to another location, another period, and you just have to deal with it, yes. Um, and maybe, but I feel like given that, but given that twenty or given that forty minute lead in, then lessens the impact in a way of that jump because we're more, you're more at ease or you're more in tune with a particular time frame, whereas that the instancy the instancy of that of the video game and we've talked about this at length ourselves even off the podcast like that that intro to the game is is probably the best video game oh, start of ha- all harrowing time. um because you're just constantly on the move like the second you take control with the exception of the first like five minutes where you're sarah the second you take over you're just on the, you're just running you're just fleeing oh constantly um, wonderful though. It's, and look again I'm not I'm not saying the show does it badly I understand the reasons for it but just for me I think it would have been worked much better to be more compact but this but this is this is just but this again this is just being cursed by knowledge because we know what the game is like mm, as far as mm. as far as like my roommate was concerned when he watched it he co- like he thought the sense of build up he really enjoyed that build up like with the the arm twitching was a little indicator and then I know it's cliched but the dog being freaked out by the old lady and yeah. then the, the panicked watch shop owners and there's people like flee there's like ambulances going by there's these little this very much tv show kind of breadcrumbs where they're like oh we're building we gave you the foreshadowing with that tv show from the 70s or whatever and now please, <laughs> here we that's go ha- that's what's happening would you believe it we've landed right in the time when he was right and this you know and it, it, it's trying to 
lay a, a clearer foundation and build up a, a further sense of dread because we can't the video game allows you to immediately also with a video game you have to give control to the player otherwise if, yeah. if it's an hour of a cutscene they're going to get bored so I think they, I feel like they changed that format purely it's the medium forced that change more so than it being just purely a creative decision I've, they felt like yeah. they needed more build up to make it more threatening um because then they do it again in the which is actually I enjoyed the second episode has this little Jakarta kind of cold open where this mycologist is um taught to brought by like this military officer to see this odd case of someone who has died and just her realization of how bad it is actually for me I thought was really powerful in setting how dire and bad even though we already had it in the first episode and we clearly things are bad but just her reaction and her little sort of isolated story of like the only solution here is to just start bombing everywhere. Oh, it's, and it's that shock again that somebody actually suggests that, that she just outright says, so essentially she's saying we're too late. Yeah. And the, the soldier's reaction is magnificent. Yeah. Like there is some phenomenal performances. Oh, so yeah, sorry. The acting, the acting is just so good. Like she, they were just two oh. minor characters in one episode. And she sells it so well. And also just the way they structured it, it was very clever. Like it's, you're in Jakarta, you're kind of like, what's going on here? And then the second she starts examining, um, it, it, like in an autopsy room, this this body of this lady who's who's died to the virus or the fungus, it, like everything is, is spoken in Indonesian. But it, I love how they, there's a pause and she says the word bomb and there's no subtitles for it because you know what that means. And it's really powerful. And then his face is basically, you're so right, his performance is so subtle, but he his face is either telling two things, oh, it's even worse than I imagined, it's actually that bad, or no, you've confirmed for me how bad this is. Yes, yes, yes. It's so subtle, but I, I, I don't know, I, I, I loved it. I, lo- I actually, because they're all new, those parts weren't in the game, yeah. and I think they're fantastic little codas, and it just gives you the, all the information you need in a, in a sensible and a smart way, but also in a way that's very, it does fill you full of a certain dread. Oh, yeah, it's very powerful. Like, it, it's, that, yeah. it's funny, because then parts of the game is very slow, and you feel like maybe they're meandering a bit, but then when the show is firing on all cylinders, and it had the confidence to really deviate, it really kind of shows us, it's just like, oh, we know what we're doing here. We want to use it being a TV show to depart from the characters for a sec to show you the extent of how bad this is everywhere. And it's just, I thought it was very good. So obviously like some really strong parts dotted across those opening episodes. I think the second one, I think kind of people maybe slept on a little bit, but between that Jakarta opening and then the intense clicker scene in the museum, I was like, oh my God, this is is wonderful stuff. Um, Th- that was my favorite episode so far. I think it's, I think it's phenomenal. It it takes an encounter from a video game somehow and makes it a- almost the whole episode, but it does so in a way that I'm like, like the way the Halo TV show is shit, and any other time a video game is trying <laughs> to be made into a show, I'm like, this is what you do. This is how you get the intensity of a video game playable encounter and translate it to an action moment, like when he's. Joel is behind the wall trying to reload his gun in silence. And it's just so tense. Oh, and the camera moves away so you can't see the clicker and then it moves back yes. and suddenly oh. right there. Oh, like, and you and like, you and I know what's going to happen. Like, we know Tess gets bitten. But yeah. when it when it does use the scare, like, the, 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 the just the, the, the sort of build and like the, 
the traits of the zombies allow just for such creativity. So they should really be leaning into that more. And I I agree, they probably aren't. Because even in the fifth episode where all hell breaks loose and there's just just this this mass of um, clickers and even a bloater shows up. While visually really impressive and chaotic and creepy and mad, there was no... We were so distracted by the old man who was a sniper and then those rebels coming to get you that there was no sense of... And we hadn't seen them in a while. There was no real sense of dread from the clickers so that they were just suddenly there. And maybe the impact wasn't as powerful because it didn't feel like they had just escaped them for the whole episode. It didn't feel like they were just keeping Ex- them at bay. Yes. It was more like, they're suddenly here, Jesus Christ. And then they just got away. You know, it- and, al- and also, and because there's no... like I, I find the idea or at least the, the the visual representation of two clickers in a small room with them much more terrifying than just this big mass of like, mm. you know, computer, no matter how good the CG is, it's just a mass of creatures. And like, there's no, you know, you see the guys trying to shoot them off or whatever. Like, this is just like a generic, you know, it, beca- kind of it, became, it became World War Z for me a little bit at that point. Ex- exactly. Ex- just, a gr- that's a great description. Just soldiers knowing they can't win, but still just standing, still shooting them anyway. Like every- yeah. everybody should and be that's... fleeing. They know how bad things are in this world. So the second, like, there's a guy who needlessly dies to a bloater. He just tells you to run, and maybe that was I the- just start shooting. Maybe that was like... you know it's desperation, but I just you know, and again that was one of those ones where they struggled to convert that game. What is a very iconic gameplay section of the game? Yeah. Obviously, they wanted to recreate it, but I, I, and again, it's like standalone. Like if you didn't know the game, I think you'd probably find that incredible, the spectacle of it. But at the same time, for me, I think I was just like, Mwah. I would have wanted more dread when they were wandering around those tunnels. Like they literally, it's, but that, they, they keep saying everybody's underground, and then they they walk around underground for the whole day, and they don't see any of them. It's just, exactly. just weird. That, it's, it's weird that there's not more of them. Actually, I hadn't thought about this much I, until we started talking. The more I think about it, the less because I've there talk, are. I, I've, I've talked... I've, this is what I've been thinking about since I watched that second episode. I just feel like the sense of dread I got in that little encounter and the fact there was only two of them, I'm like, that is incredible. I can't wait to see where they take this. And since then, it's been essentially... Like what is there, there's no there's no zombies in this world, so I keep thinking, <laughs> well, why is the world gone to shit then? If there's yeah. no, like they're consistently going through towns and cities, and I, I I don't want to reference The Walking Dead, but I'm like, at least The Walking Dead when they go to a city or something, there's like zombies everywhere. They have to clear them out, or there's walkers going around the place. But this show, it's almost like, well, I, I'm I can't I can't piece together why the world has gone the way it has because they've come across so little of them. If you get me, yeah. It's almost like they're doing the Game of Thrones HBO classic format of, you know, a couple of really strong beats in the first five or six episodes, and then the final two or three, just all hell breaks loose. Like, it just the mayhem just suddenly just, it's just, just madness then. I feel like they're building to yeah, like, because they feel, because I guess they feel like that's a, a reliable strategy, because people kind of get, have time to then get invested in the characters, so it's a bit slower. They kind of build up to it, and then it just hits this crescendo. But they kind yeah. of the problem is, is that that means they kind of undercut themselves a bit in the same episode. Like where, yeah. in one at the start of episode five, they go, "Oh well, like Fedra drove all the the infected underground," and then they're going underground, and then Joel's <laughs> like, "But there's infected under here," and then Henry goes, "No, there's not. How do you know? I just know." But then where are they? Yeah. Both one that doesn't really—that's not really a satisfying answer. But then also, 
But then, seriously, where are they? I guess it's like you have to just assume they're just in another part of the underground. But that's not really... That takes a bit of the dread out of it then, to your point. so the, Yeah, and I think the dread is the dread is the real part for me because the oppressive, the oppressive world they live in is supposed to be oppressive because of... The constant well, threat of... Too far of that yeah, way, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why Chernobyl screwed, is so like. good. Chernobyl is so good oh. because you have this constant... You know the rules are set up at the beginning. You know that radiation is bad and you can't see it and it could be everywhere at any, any given time. So you're just constantly so th- feeling so threatened by the presence of it. And ironically, the guy who wrote that is writing this and hasn't yes. leaned in, into that... To that vibe. As much as he should have. It's almost like they're prioritizing just the character stuff far more. And I, I see why they went there, but I think, you know... But but you've... You, and I always say this, but you've hit, you've hit on the, the, the perfect thing there. The rules... And that's what episode two does. It sets up the rules for the clickers, how they work, their threat, what they can do, how vicious they are, and then the impact because they get tests. So that whole little it's like halo has a gameplay loop the video game halo where they basically treat things right and then they just repeat it all the time and everybody loves it Mm. so what they did there is i I think they should just repeat that in some more episodes we know the threat we know what the characters have to do but you can't do that when it's just a mass of them randomly come out with a floor and jump at you that's but that's not scary because again there's no rules to play against there's no little offering of hope of well, if you obey these rules, you should be able to get out, or will you get out, or will you not? Because if there's just a hundred of them running at you, well, that's there's no struggle there for the characters, because I know it's going to be either a plot contrivance of how they get out, or they're going to die. So there's no, you know, there's no there's no stakes in that, like. But just, oh, I love that. And again, it seems like we're being really critical. I no. want to highlight yet again, I think this show is amazing. Oh, it's, it's, it's excellent. But like, I, it's, it's just you kind of, when you're critiquing it, I suppose, you end up unpacking the little nitpicks that's kind of just part of the discussion because it's it's yeah. otherwise it's just the two of us just gushing about how near flawless some of the episodes are and like honestly so yeah, many of them are it. like so like like i was saying that the first one kind of a bit slower maybe for those of us who like the game but does a good job of like one-to-one kind of establishing the world so that did its job the second one just i really liked it just jakarta then oh the, the, the tension of it and obviously the third one is bill and frank was just an incredible isolated love story in its own right despite how horrible the world like very strong one two three but then you know they get to kansas city and i think just things got a, a little bit slower because it was just them dealing with like yeah. a rogue government basically and then yeah, the I, focus got a bit yeah the focus got a bit weird got a bit, is what got I a think bit, it is. Got a bit like, skewed the, yeah. yeah um but i do appreciate at the same time they're trying to show more background to the characters and show that these people are also just people in other yeah. desperate situations and that's why they're behaving the way they are versus them just being faceless goons because you can't do that the, the same way you can in a video game you have to they need some agency as to why they're being you know the perceived and you know i mean inverted commas here you know the bad guys um, yeah even if they are crazy they still need a reason to be that crazy which is why they, they explored just... that and then that comes yeah. at the cost of just having random little moments with clickers here and there that's that's the trade-off yeah. then I thought the sixth one was strong, but um, like really good character stuff again. But I would have liked, <laughs> I would have liked more clickers. That was an easy just five even, days. <laughs> that was yeah. Even just even show a clicker attack the base. Like also in that uh, that that's episode four and five. That that military guy you said who gets who shoots the blower and dies. You know who that is, right? Uh, that's the guy who voices Tommy in the first game. 
Did you know? Is this? I thought no, no, no. I thought it was the I thought it was the voice actor of of, of fan favorite character Bill. Uh, the guy with the big beard. Yeah, I thought that was was that not Bill? He is a voice actor, but he's the voice actor for Tommy. God damn it! I hear I was talking. I thought I was making a a great comeback. Maybe to the he whole, is uh, as well, but he's fan def- favorite Bill. He's what a beard! <laughs> what a beard! Seriously strong what beard a, game. What a beard is right. But look, right. So, one last word: yes or no? Would you recommend this show? Oh yes, everybody? absolutely. Even if you've played the games, if you play the games, you'll be like, "Wow, this is so closely like one to one what they've done." Like they're really yeah. endear. Like they're like there's real craft and commitment to the original game. And then if you haven't seen the game at all, then this is just an incredibly original story that you get to enjoy oh. at just the highest level of production quality. Like seriously, it yeah. just it looks and feels in the world and everything's just incredible so definitely i would say watch it 100 percent. it is it is a show made by people who clearly love love the topic the subject matter the story the characters and the characters they love the characters they're really trying to like make it interesting yeah, yeah. so like and i and I, I respect it and i like it as well because i, I think it's amazing i re, i would really recommend everybody watch it we're only six episodes in plenty of time to catch up as well before it gets mm. to the last i think it's episodes. gonna get mental i think it's gonna get Bar- oh, oh, Barney. It's, it's I, think the, I think the final two especially are just going to be what the fuck yeah. is going on here like I, I just feel <laughs> it so when, we, when that last two episodes or our last three episodes are out we'll uh, come back because there's nine episodes in the series we'll come back and we'll discuss them as well and give our final thoughts and what we think of the, the, the rest of it mm. if it goes this way it's going to be phenomenal but I also think we might do on that episode is that uh, me and my friend Maeve have come up, well, technically her, have come up with the greatest <laughs> idea for a zombie movie of all time or TV show. But I'm not going to, I'm just going to leave that stinger and we can talk about that when The Last of Us is over. So it's mm. very funny. When it's, I just, think it's, when it's just what's left of us. <laughs> when it is literally what's left of us. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a great idea. Um, but yeah, so folks, look, that's pretty much us. We were top of the last of us. We hope you enjoyed that. We tried not to spoil anything. Mm. I think we did pretty okay. I think we did okay. We talked about it without really yeah. talking about it. Which is just yeah, which is That's us good, in a nutshell, if anything. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. Um Rob, where can people find us? Oh all over the place. Spotify is the main one, but obviously SoundCloud, Apple, Google, Amazon apparently, I think maybe. I still I don't know if we've been blacklisted yet, despite you know our efforts we've been trying <laughs> presumably <laughs> we've tried to antagonize them but yeah you all, any 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 good place where you can find a podcast you'll find it and we have the website as well which kind of gives you the links for all those things that's capunderstands.com and then all the handles are basically capunderstands or i understood that reference and that will get you there and ross manages the twitter so if you want to get engaged want to have a no chat answer some questions do a poll jump around the place that's all there as well so it's very you know <laughs> we're, we're, we're the bases are well covered i would argue Honestly, if people make it this far into our episodes, I gotta say, you got my respect. I'm saluting you. Fair play to you. So, look, I guess all that's left to say is that I have been Ross. And I've been Rob, and this has been I Understood That Reference. Thank you for slogging it out. Thanks for listening. Thanks for getting through it. Watch The Last of Us. It's very good. Then play the game. Then compare notes. Send us the notes. Tell us what you thought in the references, and then maybe play the second game and then go back and play the first one again and then watch the TV show again and then job done easy <laughs> and then watch Uncharted and cry yourself to sleep oh fucking Christ Mark Wahlberg Marky Mark I'm Sully I'm unsullied in my opinion about this anyway 
end this recording. Jesus Christ! <laughs>